Michael Osterlink here. I'm with TJ Ferrara and Sean Lake, the co-founders of Bubs Naturals. How you doing, guys? Doing good, doing good. Good, man. How are you? Excellent. So, uh, TJ, we just met this last week here in sunny San Diego. Uh, Sean, I've known you since uh, 2009. We, yeah. we go way back. You're one of my coaches at my three-week seal for the academy. Yeah, long time ago. Good yeah. to be here. Yeah, it's uh, great to see you guys. And uh, it's awesome that Danielle Gordon, a mutual friend, uh, reconnected us. So I could learn about your new products uh, and your new company, really, Bubs Naturals. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Danielle is, uh, she's a conduit. She loves bringing people together and uh, and kind of being that glue that helps you know bring ideas and and people together. So it was cool that she was able to reconnect us. It's been a good few years there. Nice, that's awesome. So it's a nutraceutical company, but the way I, after you've explained a little bit to me, it sounds more like a charity disguised as a nutraceutical company. Yeah, you know, that's a funny way of putting it. That's, that's probably the way we, we talk about it more is, um, well, when, when TJ and I got together, we didn't look at becoming involved in the supplement space. We didn't aspire to be supplement salespeople or, or have, have a brand in that. Well, the problem we were trying to solve for was a charity that I'm involved with, the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation, had effectively run out of money. Um, they'd hit a bit of a ceiling in terms of how much their annual fundraising would allow. They ran the Boston Marathon, run the New York Marathon. There's a local road race in the hometown that Glenn and I grew up in. And you, you knew what you were going to be able to do every year. And with the endowment for the foundation, uh, which is a way to allow a foundation to run in perpetuity, we were limited. And in 2017, we had more applicants for scholarships. And, and I should back up a step. The, the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation uh, exists to help uh, current and former special operators transition out of the military primarily through scholarship. So it fills gaps that the GI Bill doesn't cover, uh, cost of living expenses, stuff like that for continuing education, which aligns really well with who Glenn was as a person. He, he really stood for self-improvement. Um, I serve on the board of directors of the foundation. And, uh, so we, you know, we, we had this problem happen, which is we had more applicants for scholarships than we had money to give. And it just didn't sit right with me. And it didn't sit right with TJ who, you know, from a completely different approach, um, wanted to find a spark to help others. So we, we had different kind of a different route to coming together and, and creating something that would help other people. And so really, I mean, TJ, I turn it over to you on this one because the idea of actually launching a nutraceutical brand came, uh, came from you. Yeah. I was sitting in uh, Sean's kitchen one morning and uh, he had a tub of collagen on the table and it was one of those questions to him. I was like, Hey, you really take that stuff? Um, he's like, yeah, I'm singing its praises and everything. And, um, you know, at some point it became, uh, became one of those things that I was tracking on way back in the day. I, I have an e-commerce background. I was just tracking on the trends and just general overall of the industry and what's kind of up and coming in terms of new products, that type of stuff. And uh, collagen was one of them. And it was just like, hey, let's start a business. And literally math to mathing the thing, you know, two hours later, sitting there and we both at the same time were like, hey, we got to do something cool for charity. And uh, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> No, it's a great story, and I do want to kind of jump into Bubs Naturals and talk about your products and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, obviously you mentioned Glenn Doherty because it's the Glenn Doherty Memorial uh, Foundation, which receives funding from you all. Um, 
and I'm hoping that most people who will be listening to this will know who Glenn Doherty is, but let's just assume for argument's sake that a few don't. Uh, talk about Glenn and your relationship and who he was and why this is so important to you guys. Yeah, I, I mean, probably the biggest lead-in for anyone who's unfamiliar with the name or maybe it rings a bell is that uh, Glenn Doherty is a former Navy SEAL. Um, he was one of the two SEALs that was killed in Benghazi, Libya on 9-11, 9-12 of 2012. Um, I think when you mentioned the Benghazi attacks, uh, most people that you know pay attention to any kind of the news are familiar with the four Americans that lost their lives. And, and Glenn and Ty, of course, who died saving lives. And I, I guess you know if you really have to go into pop culture for this one, you, you dip into like the, the book 13 Hours really kind of uh, covers a lot of what happened on the ground down there. Um, for me, Glenn was my roommate. He was my oldest friend going back to middle school. Um, I mean, he was my brother, really. Uh, I was the executor of his estate. Um, we we kind of had this joke. We were roommates those last couple of years, and we made our wills out. And we're like, we're filling out our wills. And you know, we got two single guys in their 40s, and you know, we're brothers. We're the closest you could, you could possibly be. And he's like, Sean, you're going to get all my debt. I'm, I'm signing everything over to you. And I looked at him and I'm like, Glenn, you're getting all my debt. Here you go. And so we literally made our wills out to each other. And, you know, I mean, you're, you're sitting around, you're, you're, you're laughing about it. But it was a necessary step. Like you need to have an estate plan. You need to have those things buttoned up. And Glenn was the guy to have those details buttoned up. That's just who he was. Um, and so we did that. And obviously the terrorist attacks happened in Benghazi and all of a sudden I lost my roommate, my best friend, and I'm thrust into a position that I've never been in before, which is to be in charge of an estate and a legacy and all under a very big public, uh, time in our country's history. You've got a presidential election. You've got a heavy politicization going on. You've got you know, Barack Obama talking about this on one side and you've got Mitt Romney uh, talking about it on the other side. Uh, and it was just, it was wild. And of course, you know, Glenn had actually met Mitt Romney, um, you know, maybe six, eight months before that at a, at a house party, go figure. Um, so, you know, you've got a lot of stuff swirling around and somehow I have to make sense of this. And his family and I, while we're looking for answers and we're, we're trying to make sense of this, the, the one thing that, we came, that came out of that horrible incident was the opportunity to help other people and start a foundation in Glenn's memory and kind of share his legacy um, and share the principles that he stood for. And he really stood for two main things. He stood for self-improvement. And we're talking whether it was fitness Books, continuing education, Glenn was always looking to better himself. Uh, and the other thing that he did was help others. And that was a hallmark. Like He was the guy who would help you move your couch when you had to move your couch and you couldn't do it alone. Or, you know, moving furniture or paint something or think of any horrible task that just sucks that we all have to do. Uh, he was the one that you could call that would actually be there, show up and get it done. And that's kind of hard to find. And, and he was that person. So the foundation was designed to solve for that one problem that Glenn couldn't solve. How do you transition out of the military in this, with this highly specialized skill set? You're a special operator and successfully transition to civilian life. 
And Glenn struggled with it, which is why he had turned to contracting hmm. and worked, you know, directly for the U.S. government. And it was great pay. It was this wild schedule of couple months on, couple months off. Uh, but ultimately, it took a huge toll on his body. And it was kind of like being in limbo. He never quite got to that next career because he was gone all the time. Hmm. And he had had ideas about becoming a firefighter. Uh, becoming a physician's assistant, becoming an airline pilot. And he would take steps forward, but he could never see them all the way through because the next contract came up and all of a sudden he's, you know, he's over in Mexico or he's over in Beirut or he's in, uh, you know, he was in Libya. So, you know, when 9-11 happened and all of a sudden we're, we're, we're faced with this, this aftermath and there was a huge outpouring of support from this nation uh, we kind of said, hey, we're in a moment here. We, we can capture this moment and, and take this larger-than-life personality that was Glenn and help other people and, and kind of promote his legacy through helping others, which is exactly what he would have done. Mm -hmm. And that's how the foundation was born. Um, and then, you know, here we are now. Right on. Wow. Well, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Yeah, um, and I do obviously want to talk about Bubs Naturals, but there's a couple of things related to Glenn that I'd like you to talk a little about, um, including um, some work you've been doing in Congress. Yeah, well, you know, so again, this I find myself in a very unique position here because Glenn was he was my my drinking buddy, my workout buddy. You know, we'd go on ski trips to Utah, hang out, a lot of life adventures behind you know, anything you do with the best friend. I mean, heck, he was, you know, right there introducing me and being a part of my courtship with my wife. And, you know, I mean, just you name it. So after he passed and as part of his legacy, there was there was a couple things that happened. And again, I found myself in a very unique and uncomfortable position along with Glenn's family. Um, but there is an act in Congress called the Defense Base Act. And I'm going to probably butcher this and your readers and listeners probably know a lot more about this than I do. But one of the clauses in the Defense Base Act, and this thing was written in the 1940s, was that any contractor contracting for the U.S. government that was not married and had no children, both married and children, would not be eligible for a death benefit should something happen overseas. And Glenn paid for a life insurance policy through his contract with the U.S. government, and he had to have it. You weren't allowed to go overseas without a life insurance contract in place. And I remember going through all of his paperwork and realizing that, okay, Glenn has to, you know, I have to apply for this stuff on Glenn's behalf and on the behalf of the estate. And it got denied. And I'm thinking, wait a second. This guy had everything buttoned up. I've got all the paperwork, all the documentation. How in the hell is this insurance company denying this benefit? So I'll spare you the, the grudge match and the details, um, but through a lot of behind the scenes um, discussions and one very big discussion where I, I mean, I flew out to DC a couple of times. Um, I sat down with CIA director Brennan, who uh, Brennan was the director at the time. Um, I was given an audience with him and some of his staff, and we basically laid out, you know, this loophole, this this antiquated piece of legislation that denied Glenn a life insurance policy. Now, I wasn't looking for anything special. 
I was looking to just do right by my friend. And for Glenn's family, who ultimately are the beneficiaries of this estate, it was a matter of paying respect. Like, hey, this guy died and we're only talking about a little bit of money here, but are you really gonna deny him that because of some loophole? And the answer for years was yes. Um, now this is where, you know, you've got this potential negative publicity. There's Fox News covering this a little bit, talking with Glenn's mom, who's just, you know, distraught over this. And then you've got this really big, pleasant surprise. And, and this is the whole legacy play when you're, when you're talking about someone who, um, you know, who's died is we get word from K&L Gates. This is the law firm that has been representing the estate and the family pro bono. And they say, hey, after that meeting with Director Brennan and his staff, and, and this took almost a year, um, they've decided that they're going to retroactively seek out families going back to Beirut, what was that, 1981-82, and they're going to find all of the families that this particular clause affected, and they're going to pay them out the death benefit. And all of a sudden, Katie and I, Glenn's little sister on the phone, and we're like, holy crap. Like, we just had a positive effect on 50-plus families' lives because we were that fly in the ointment or that squeaky wheel or you know wh whatever the expression is to cover the fact that we just weren't going to settle for not paying a respect for, for who Glenn was and what he had done. And that was so amazingly satisfying. Like I still get warm feelings thinking about that. And so, yeah, they did. Like we were getting these emails and phone calls from people that said, hey, out of the blue, I get this check for a couple hundred thousand dollars and it's all because of you. Thank you so much. Um, you know, now I can pay for X or Y or, or, you know, my family member needs hospice care or whatever it was. Like there was a couple of different outreaches. It just, it just warmed us up. Nice, like we're, nice. wow, we we're able to make change. <clears throat> that was part one. Um, and the other side of that was the CIA and the other groups um, kind of acknowledged that, hey, that is a loophole. So they could do a better job of educating contractors going into service to make sure that they're covered. And, and that was the other part. That's the legacy play. That's the fix it moving forward side. Um, and then after that, uh, we also were trying to introduce into Congress uh, a motion for the Congressional Gold Medal uh, for all the Americans that were killed. So, you know, Sean Smith, Ambassador Stevens, Ty Woods, and Glenn. Uh, we wanted them all to receive that. And since we had, you know, a little momentum with K&L Gates and they've been working with us, they said, yeah, let's do that for you. Like, let's spearhead this. So a couple more trips to D.C. and uh, and meeting with a lot of congressmen. And, you know, I mean, this one thing that doesn't matter if we're on the left side of the aisle or the right side of the aisle, honoring an American hero is honoring an American hero. And we got the signatures. So just a couple days ago, last week, you needed 290 signatures to introduce a congressional gold medal into Congress. Uh, we just hit that milestone. So congratulations! I'm, thank awesome. you. Yeah, we're psyched. Well done. And and that's kind of the ultimate legacy is you know if this goes through and passes, uh, which I'm optimistic about, uh, Glenn's congressional gold medal will live in the CIA building. So wow. where where it should be. Right on. So yeah, that's it's it's been a, a nice uh, a, a nice hurdle to get over for sure. You're definitely an amazing friend. 
he left some really big shoes to fill. Mm. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a guy who would just light up a room whenever he walked into it and just commanded this, this, this charismatic, like, uh, you know, audience around him. And it was pretty cool to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, we all fed off each other and had a blast and yeah, once he was gone, you know, it's, you can let him kind of fade off into obscurity or you can take the principles and the things that he stood for and, you know, kind of rally that forward. Right. And, uh, you know, just, I found a, I found a good balance between mourning the loss of someone so close to you and celebrating a life and kind of educating others along and, and moving that forward. So it's been, it's been a, a very interesting educational journey. I'm sure. Sounds like it. So um, back to Bubs Naturals. So uh, TJ is looking at your college on the table. You guys have this conversation on a napkin. You kind of design and build out a company. There's a lot more to that than just college on the table. You want to tell a bit more about that story? Yeah. So, well, this is where I, you know, anyone can make fun of me on this one or, or give me a high five. Um, so as I'd mentioned, Glenn was part of, you know, the, my meeting of my wife and, and the relationship that was sparked there. And I got married to a woman who's 14 years younger than I am. Uh, that's a little bit of a gap. And, you know, a couple years of marriage in, my wife looks at me and says, you're not getting any younger. I want you to start taking collagen. And uh, like any dutiful husband will do, I said, yes, dear, of course. And it maybe had a more colorful exchange than that. But I said, so what is this stuff? Like, what, what are we talking here? Collagen? And, you know, my remembrance of collagen, like the idea that I had is like, isn't this the stuff like porn stars used to inject in their lips? Like, what are we doing here? And, you know, she looks at me dismissively and says, just read about it. All these Instagram bloggers and health practitioners and nutritionists are all recommending collagen. So I look at the tub that she had bought for me and I read the back of the packaging and it says great for hair, skin, nails, gut health, joint health and muscle recovery. And I'm like, OK, I don't care about hair, skin and nails. That's 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 women's stuff. Um, but joint health. You know, I'm in my 40s. My knees are creaking all over the place. I still like to, you know, practice my seal fit, my my CrossFit. I like to go for runs. I still like to surf and snowboard and do a lot of activity. And I know that I'm I'm creaky. I'm I'm a little bit broken down. And uh, anything to help with the joints and the recovery, I was all about. I didn't really think much about the gut health side, but the one common theme between all that is, all of those remedies are for your connective tissue. So I jump on Google, do a little research, and sure enough, it turns out the collagen is the most abundant protein in the human body. I didn't know that before. So, okay, good data point there. So this collagen is designed to supplement the collagen that is missing from my body. Well, it turns out that not only is collagen the most abundant protein in your body, but you actually stop producing it after you turn 25 or so. Hmm. So here I am in my 40s, Oh, I haven't been producing collagen in 20 years. No wonder my G, you know, my joints are hurt. No wonder that my, you know, nails aren't as strong and my recovery is slower, all these things. It, it makes sense. Um, and there's a lot of anecdotal evidence and there's a lot of um, testimonials on Amazon and everything where people are just raving about this life-changing product. So I jump in. Sure, I'll take it. Two months later, daily use, diligently, every morning, one scoop in my coffee and my nails are growing like crazy. 
Michael, we're talking like where are the we- you know where are the nail trimmers? These things are growing like weeds. Uh, then I needed a haircut, and I'm literally like on the back of the package, like hair, nails, um, skin. Never really cared to notice, but yes, tighter skin, I guess, is is one of the things. But the most important thing for me, my knees stopped hurting. Two months in, man, and all the rucking and running, and all of a sudden one day, just boom, good to go, good to go, and it's been like that ever since. So I was kind of like this evangelist when TJ came over of this magical supplement that is nothing more than ground up cowhide. That's all it is. It's the most natural thing, clean as a whistle. And I'm I'm experiencing this like euphoric athletic state and just a you know just better quality of life. And so when he said we should start a company, we were joking, but there was a part of me saying, man, this stuff really works. Yeah, meanwhile, Sean's in my garage with me, you know, working out probably every day. And, uh, and I'm like, dude, how is this old SOB keeping up with me so hard? <laughs> it's the collagen. It's got nothing to do with anything else. There was no, there was no mental grit. There was, there was no carrots being dangled, no competitive spirit. It was just the collagen. It was just the collagen. Nice. Nothing else. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so, I mean, essentially we had this product, right? And and the product stood for self-improvement. Glenn stood for self-improvement. Right You've got a product that, you know, in this, this spitballing of ideas, everything that it does aligned with stuff that Glenn stood for. And you know, one of the first things I said was, man, if this stuff was around when Glenn was here, he would have been on this like white on rice. Like this would have been in the daily routine nonstop. And... Knowing that and knowing the benefit side to it, I was like, well, you got these two qualities in Glenn, right? Self-improvement. This product is 100% about self-improvement. How do we help others? How do we fill that other side? And so we did a little creative napkin math and TJ did a little research on other brands that are charitable. Yeah, not a, I mean, there's not a ton out there, but you look at, uh, you know, you look at the Patagonias, the Tom Shoes, the 1% of net, net, net revenue, the, you know, buy a pair, get a pair type thing. And that equates to 50 cents or a dollar or whatever it costs to manufacture a pair of shoes. And it's like, this is great. These guys are doing really good. How do we blow that model out of the water? And, you know, Sean and I kind of looked at each other and there's, I mean, there was probably a three week conversation around this, to be honest, like, you know, it started with, okay, cool, let's do 1%, see what happens. Well, that's not going to tick the box. It's not going to do anything, you know, coming right out of the gate. What about 5%? Well, we'll go 5% of net. That sounds good. Like, let's do that. And then, you know, I, I remember exactly where I was. I was in my parents' driveway in Michigan. He calls me up. He's like, hey, how's 10% of every sales sound? And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be really hard. Okay, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we, we've, we've been unpacking that one ever since. But, uh, you know, I mean, 10% of every sale go top line. Uh, it's a transparent number. And let's see if we can do it. Like, we don't know if we can even make this happen in business. We know the margins are already really tight. We know it's tough to bring a product to market. And we know the quality we want to hit is through the roof. Like, you can buy bad collagen. It's out there. Um, but you can buy a cheap pair of shoes. So it just depends what you want to get. Like, do you want a good pair of shoes or do you want a cheap pair of shoes? Do you want a great collagen that's going to be soluble, that's going to be unflavored, that's going to perform as described? Or one that's just going to kind of, you know, cover your feet? Well, I'm not going to put Glenn's name on any jar unless it is absolutely 
the best in quality. And so we set out to find that. It was expensive, um, but it's the best. So can we afford to do the 10% on top of that? We figured out that we could. Um, effectively, that became our marketing budget. You took everything you would put into marketing to acquire an audience and, and build the brand. And we said, well, we're going to give it to charity. Hopefully, that's enough and people will care enough that we can we can actually gain a little bit of traction. So, you know, we're one year in. We're, we're going to be just shy of $50,000 donated to the Glenn Doherty Foundation at the end of this year. Um and that's a pretty big milestone for us as far as seeing if this model works. Uh, so it was a, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, just to survive that is, is pretty good. You know, we get a lot of feedback from other entrepreneurs and friends that are, you know, in business and they have tried to do the 10% or tried to do a 5% model and it usually collapses in a few months. It's just not sustainable. Unfortunately, we're dumb enough to keep going and figure it out. And, uh, and it's been going ever since. And so uh, one product we're just talking about is your collagen, and you talked just talked a couple of minutes ago about the high quality of it. And it's important to point out that it's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, corn-free, sugar-free. I mean, it's, it's like top of the line. No, Literally one ingredient. Yeah, no crap in it. Just cow powder. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, this, is, this is collagen is bovine hide collagen is just as it sounds. You are taking the hide of the cow, the connective tissue of the cow, you're basically giving this big bath where it boosts up the amino profiles and each of those amino acids on that are described in the back of the container have a different health benefit that is associated with your connective tissue. So you want one that is highly soluble, will dissolve well into water or hot coffee, uh, you know, whichever, however you want to use it. You don't want it to clump up. Then the second thing you want is you don't want a big flavor profile because cowhide has a very distinct, strong scent and flavor to it. So you want to use one that is really virtually eliminates any of that scent of cow, if you will. <laughs> and uh, and we got we we got really lucky there. There's a couple providers, and we found one that allows us to maintain quality, integrity, um, be non-GMO, be pasture raised, and you kind of tick off the more discerning customers care list while having the best quality so it, it was a win-win for us we got lucky there that's awesome and it's not your only product no so so we took the collagen and we, we brought it you know from a tub down to a small bag and down to travel packets so we kind of covered the ground that we wanted to cover and then tj being an idea guy and someone who's ahead of the curve on a lot of these trends uh you know was very familiar with the idea of the bulletproof coffee or a high fat content coffee. And he said, hey, uh, what do you think about doing uh, MCT? To which I responded, what's MCT? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, again, I built a business doing collagen, doing MCT, kind of third party reselling type stuff and saw the trends in the market. And I was like, yeah, MCT is really good. But the only problem that we have with current MCT liquid form is that it gives like kind of a oil slick on the top of your coffee even if you blend it, it doesn't matter how long you throw you know half a pound of butter and some mct in there and it's it's like drinking you know 10w40 type stuff so um we we sought out to go after a powder form and spray that oil into kind of a benign starch so net neutral carbs you those people that are into keto it doesn't affect them um still crosses the blood brain barrier gives you that good mental boost still improves gut health that type of stuff um, but you know, again, the problem that we were seeing just with current stuff in the market is just general taste. It tastes like drywall. 
Um, most every single MCT, regardless of what you got, was just terrible, and it ruined anything you put it in. And fortunately, we were able to source something that actually tastes like coconut. Um, so yeah, nothing but good response on it so far. And I mean, it's out of what we have, it's my favorite. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just it's uh, clean. It's literally coconut oil sprayed into tapioca starch, and the tapioca starch absorbs up the coconut oil, which is your well, that is MCT. And uh, you have this kind of like high energy from a healthy fat source brain food that's a great non-dairy creamer. So if you use it in coffee, creamy coffee. Uh, if you put in a smoothie, it just adds that energy and those other functions. So it's a great complement to the collagen. And it's something that I'll be uh, doing uh, regularly at Misha's in the near, very near future because they're going to be carrying your products. Absolutely, yeah. Andrea, well, Andrea and Chris Smith are yeah. old, old friends. Chris and I met uh, during my Kokoro, uh, the Silfa Kokoro camp that I did back in 2010. That was Kokoro 11, I believe. After mine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I went through that and, you know, definitely had a, a, a very intimate um, experience with all the coaching cadre. Um, maybe maybe just a couple of push-ups in there. And uh, out <laughs> of that were born some great friendships. Yeah. So Dan Cirillo, Taco, mm-hmm. and Chris Smith were kind of like two of the main guys there. And uh, yeah, so Chris Smith and I became friends. Andrea used to come out when we were all coaching together. And when Andrea would come out, you know, we always chatted up. I never actually knew what she did other than I knew she was a great lifter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I learned about Misha's because when I would go out to D.C. for all these trips to meet with Congress... Um, I would stay at their house, uh, at their condo in Alexandria, and then I learned about Misha's coffee, and I started buying it. I'm like, this is awesome. You, my friend, are lucky enough to be out there and get it on the daily. So yeah, they're going to start carrying the bubs. Um, I'm excited. They've been a great sounding board. They love putting collagen and uh, and you know doing the MCT in their coffee, so game on. Awesome. So if other folks are interested, either for personal use, they want to go online and order it, or if there's a, another coffee shop out there that says, wow, we want to do something a little bit differently. We want to have collagen to the coffee or MCT powder to the coffee. How do folks find out about uh, Bub's Naturals? Uh, everybody just email Sean direct and I can give you a sell right now. Um, <laughs> I don't do anything for this business. It's all him. Uh, no, we, are on, uh, we have our own website, direct to consumer. So www.bubsnaturals.com. We sell on Amazon, um, Amazon Prime, subscribe and save the whole nine yards there. Uh, opening a few other online retailers. So if you subscribe to box.com, which is another big one, we're going to be on that in a couple days. Um, but other than that, yeah, direct wholesale, um, TJ at bubsnaturals.com or Sean at bubsnaturals.com. And yeah. Yeah. Game on. Yeah. Amazon's been a great partner for us. Um, definitely love working with them. And, you know, we, we founded the brand to be more of a direct consumer brand than a brick and mortar and a kind of a traditional like grocery store model. So we, we wanted to do that to kind of establish our base and establish, you know, the business and really get our hands on it and get a handle on it. And then kind of scale up from there if we found that people had an appetite for what we were doing. So now after a year and, and having hit that landmark for charitable giving, uh, we're starting to open up. So you'll start to see us pop up in some grocery stores here. We're going to start uh, you know, tackling that side of the business as well. That's great. TJ, Sean, thanks for your time. Thank you. Um, congratulations on launching the new business. And um, I, 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 I really want to encourage folks not only to get the products because they're awesome products, but also because uh, you're contributing to um, special operations guys as a transition 
to civilian life uh, through the Glenn Doherty uh, Memorial Foundation, which is so important. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thanks for having us on and, and being able to talk a little bit about Glenn and uh, obviously you know his service to our country and, and his friendship to all of us. So I appreciate that. Right. Take care, guys. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you.